to see you back again. I know you've been working hard. Sit back, relax, take off your shoes, put your feet up, light a candle, open the fridge, grab yourself a snack. Time to get your fix of all the latest business tech and culture news. I need my fix, Rob. Press play. Hello and welcome to Business Porn. Al Bradford, welcome to Zoom. I am excited today. There's some absolute banging headlines to get through. And first of all, how was your weekend and how was the Equity Mates podcast? Mate, it's been a good weekend. I didn't do much, to be honest. I just floated around the house, watched a little bit of the footy. And obviously, we had a chat with Bryce and Alec from Equity Mates that we released yesterday. And uh, honestly, that was a grouse chat. It was so funny hearing their story and, and some of the similarities. And we were just kicking ourselves under the table pretty much the whole time going, fuck, that's pretty similar to how it happened with us. And um, I don't know what they're building and what they're creating is so fucking cool. So if you're interested in how cool people build stuff, uh, check out yesterday's ep with the Equity Mates lads. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited slash nervous for this episode, though, because there are some pretty crazy headlines you got for us this week. But how's your week been before we just get into it? Because I normally forget to ask you that question. That's all right, mate. I understand where I sit in the pecking order. It's more about how you are than how I am, but no, I'm going okay. It was a pretty low-key weekend. We just um, stayed home, spent some time with Matilda, swam a few laps in the pool, call me call me Michael Phelps. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. out there moving. People are going to start going, uh, role model Michael Phelps has to be, doesn't it? I was thinking you're more Ian Thorpe. No, I'm probably more Phelpsy than Thorpey, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen the hairdo back in the day. I used to do the slick back, kick back. Used to be Eddie everywhere. Loved the center of attention. It's very thorpy. You like the center of attention. Let's not try and pretend like it's not. That's hey, you. You I'm, like that. I'm Klimmy. I'm Klimmy. I'm, pay, I'm playing the uh, imaginary guitar out outside the pool. I'm just loving life. Klimmy's just got the right attitude towards it, doesn't he? Yeah, he makes things happen. I like it. I like the energy and fun he brings to his life. Oh, he's just the king. Hey, go suss him out on Instagram too. He's always in the gym pumping some iron or going for a swim or something like that, showing off his sexy body. So give him a follow. Is that If you look like that, do you reckon you'd take as many photos as him shirts off? To be honest, when I was going bald, I was looking for other bald people who I could just look up to and go, there's inspiration. Bald spiration and Michael Klim was number one on that list. because he's. But he was silky smooth, you know. He didn't have the beard or anything like that. And I sort of figured I need to grow the beard if I've if I'm not like peak Bruce Lee fitness with zero body fat I feel like I've got to cover up the chins with a little bit of a beard so um that's just the way it's I'll looking quite nice at the moment have you, have you been doing anything different about how you you're going you're tackling it because I, I have noticed a change and you just seem slightly just cleaner appearance a L- uh, little bit less uncouth I got yeah I got rid of the uh old little um uh flavor saver the old Chanel the old pussy <laughs> liquor I just got rid of it and uh so now it's just like nothing's connecting. So I've, I've gone sort of the Ashton Kutcher patchy, but uh, that's sort of how I've operated for a while. I, I didn't know growing up, like, do you grow the neck beard out? How high do you go? So there's a full routine that I do now and I, I know where to like stop at the ears now. And I just, I've got it down pat. What about the, what about the head? You know, cause there are some hair still there available. Would yeah. you, I would like just to see you grow it long. So it just comes at the bottom of the hat. Would you, is there Ooh. anything I could do as a challenge that, I could take something on and that could be your, because that, again, we were doing the challenges with the footy and it was like, oh, if you do this, you get your nails painted or whatever. And you just loved that outcome. It wasn't that big challenge for you. Like you're just waiting for someone to challenge you that so you could go and paint your nails. Well, that's true. But yeah, mate, I don't know. I just think that might be taken a little bit too far. And 
You, to want, be you want to look. You want to look nice, and you don't want to have that as a haircut. That's fine. You can just say that. You're, well, you're too vain, and you don't if, want to do that. If we've got a business, and you want me to grow my hair out, and we've got to meet someone, and the hats need to be taken off. They're going to look at me and go, is this fucker like 60 years old? What's going on? I've got <laughs> the big he... donut. I've got the big donut on my head. I've got the big M and that would just be so embarrassing. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. All right. First one comes from uh, Missa Han, editor at LinkedIn News. Down, down. Home prices are down. Uh, Australia has recorded the first fall in national property prices since September 2020. Are lower prices on their way? Uh, in May, CoreLogic Australia national property prices fell by 0.1% with Sydney, Melbourne and Canberra leading the falls. Melbourne fell by 0.7%. With, uh, the ABC reports that Brisbane 0.8, Adelaide 1.8 and regional areas 0.5 are still seeing price growth. What are your thoughts, Al Bradford? Business porn. Um, unless, unless, property. unless igloos come into fashion or something different, I just think no one's... It's not going to change. Like it's, it's yes, it's going down a little bit at the moment, but I don't really pay too much attention. You know, it's just, everyone just panics and then everyone goes, oh, it's it, all the other way. So I don't really know. You know what I mean? I just think like it's, it's going to come up eventually. Hey, I like, I like where your head's at, mate. Australian property prices, you're back in the property. Is that what you're saying? I don't know, mate. To be honest, property's not really my thing, as you know, but, uh, I just said, you hear that shit all the time in the news that this is happening and this is happening and nothing really ever happens. Like it might happen like one little tenth of what they said it is. And it's like, oh, cool. But that's like everything. I just think just they need something to talk about and panic and fear. It's good for society and the public because then they're just going, what the fuck's going on? I'm, I'm paying attention. I need to watch the news because what's happening in the home prices, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's down point point one percent. Oh, oh, what about, no. oh, let's go through all the facts of life and just like magnify just random shit, you know, <laughs> to spread fear and panic. That'd be fantastic. We should do that. All right, all right. What do Moving you think on. before before I just share my opinion? What are your thoughts? I think that uh, we are in the red. We're try, the world's trying to pretend like things are normal, but there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. Global conflict, lots of money. Food supplies being cut, inflation skyrocketing globally. Mm. I I expect a very don't know. I feel like we're entering a new time. Something that our generation or even people who are born not as old as our parents had never experienced. They haven't experienced life during global conflict and war of this scale. It's having impacts like this, and feels like we climate shit's going on. It feels different. I don't do, know. Do we uh? Do we care too much? Do we take too much on as individuals around what's going on around the world? Because back in the day before the internet and shit, we didn't know what was going down on the day-to-days over there. There's enough fucking shit in our own lives to worry about. Now I feel like there's so many different things to worry about that are outside of our control that could have a, a massive impact. So do you just sort of switch off and just go, whatever? Because that's what no, I'm... I just think global towards. global tension, all-time high. You know, China trying to do some stuff in the South China Sea, they're backed out of the Pacific Agreement, they try to sign people up for, and then... A week ago, they're talking about that China intercepted one of Australia's planes that was doing some scouting over the South China. There's stuff happening, bro. There's stuff happening in our world. And if you can sit there and pretend like it's not, that's fine. No, but what are we going to do? What What can we and you do about that? What happens if we're in global conflict and they go, they bring conscription back and they go, Mate, you, you dickhead and you dickhead, your name's got pulled out the hat, you're going to war. Bro, I'll be the lookout. There's no way I'll be on the front line fighting some fucking dumb war that I don't believe in by some fucking idiot who started it. I don't, I'll just fuck that shit. I'm, I'll be the fucking lookout. I've got hammer toes, bro. I can't walk for long distances. I'll be out. 
Hey, I'm, I'm gonna say, mate, I've seen him walk at every lunchtime. He walks oh, every lunchtime. He's a good walker. Don't hey, let him tell you anything different. I'm not brave. I'll just put it out there. I'm not brave. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die fighting for something that I don't believe in. You know, and the, that's fucked how they make people. They, they make people do that in certain countries, and they used to do it here. Like what? That like I feel so lucky and blessed that so far that hasn't happened yet. But that's fucking crazy, isn't it? That is nuts. But in you in the Ukraine thing, they were stopping any any man yeah. over over the age of fifty who was told to turn around and go back, bro. Turn yeah. around, go back. Yeah, that's that's reality. If you're at fighting age, you get there, you do that. That's what you have to do for your freedom, for your luxury of being able to kick back and have your bath and watch wrestling after it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty crazy, isn't it? Hey, let's move on. Next one. Klarna, CEO, cops criticism for posting list of 560 redundant employees online. This one comes from Gazala Anva from Smart Company. Buy now, pay letter provider Klarna's CEO, Sebastian Simiatkowski, has taken uh, to LinkedIn to provide a list of laid off Klarna employees other companies should consider hiring. The move comes amid a growing job crunch in the tech industry, echoing in Australia as recently as yesterday with Invado announcing a number of uh, restructure-related redundancies. Around one in seven Invado employees faced redundancies and retrenchments this week, affecting 100 roles globally. Blah, blah, blah. Klarna posted this. This is what I liked. found nice. While the move has been applauded by some who echo the sentiment that the list is a goldmine, Klarna has come under fire with UK employees questioning the CEO's decision to publicise the list with the Guardian reporting staff were blindsided by the announcement. So imagine going, hey, I got sacked, and then they they tagged me on LinkedIn and told everyone that I got sacked. <laughs> well, it doesn't really give you time to shape your narrative, does it, to tell that yeah. story? It's just like, you've been tagged, you're on that list, you grouped in with all these other people. I just think that dude's only thinking about himself. How good do I look if I just pop them all out there and they're just, oh, what an idiot. I could see where he's coming from but that's so dumb. I would hate that. I would yeah. be like, untag me now, you uncouth fuck. <laughs> you uncouth, huh? Don't tag me to try and get your brownie points when you oh, just fired me. Here's a list of all the talented people that didn't make the chop. They're not good enough for us, but they might be good enough for you. <laughs> you know, that's that's pretty much what he's saying, isn't he? Yeah, it's brutal, isn't it? Hey, who, who do you think you do? are? I think referrals for people who are leaving yeah. Yeah, but, uh, is fine, but not public... It's nah. like a public shaming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hey, just do it behind their back. Just answer the answer the phone when the references call and just say they're wonderful. You know, or yeah, put your yeah. name down for all of them as references. You don't have to be the king, see yourself as Zeus or God or whatever, and just go, here's the list, like dreaming. <laughs> You're dreaming. Yeah, some people are. Oh, they just can't see outside themselves, can they? Hey, the worst part is he's the running the he's running the show. <laughs> yeah, well, I think yeah. I don't lucky we don't work there. I because we'll probably be on that list, I reckon. Getting tagged, <laughs> we'd be. I, I'll be especially after, be getting tagged. Especially, especially after he listens to this, huh? Hey, we'll try and get him on the pod. What do you reckon? Yeah, ask him in. <laughs> hey, big fella, come in. No, because we're done. What's his name? List. What's his name? Say it again. Ah, uh, his come on. name is Sebastian Semiet Semiet Kowski. Fuck, Semiet Seb. Yeah, big Seb. Yeah, Seb. Seb, you're coming on, mate. I'll slide into the inbox. I'll just say what a what a grouse idea it was to tag all the employees. Go, that's such a good idea. Hopefully, they all got jobs. You want to come on the funny business podcast? <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. We'll trap yeah. him. We'll trap him. The next one comes from David Adams, uh, uh, smart company. Elon Musk says recessions serve a purpose after Atlassian Scott Farquhar criticizes uh, Tesla's working from home policy. 
Tesla CEO Elon Musk has fired back at Las- Atlassian's co-founder Scott Farquhar, claiming a recent Twitter thread dis- um, disparaging Musk back to office policies was evidence recessions served a vital economic cleaning function. No stranger to the headlines in the business press, Musk made a splash this week by claiming Tesla employees must soon return to the office for at least 40 hours per week. A statement cut against the hybrid working protocols maintained by many businesses after harsh COVID-19 lockdowns and a solid employee preference for remote working flexibility. In response to Musk, Musk claim Farquhar, uh, who's Atlassian champions, a team anywhere policy, issued his own Twitter rundown encouraging disgruntled Tesla employees to try their luck at the enterprise tech giant. Uh, And he replied back, Musk replied back to that reshare and said the above set of tweets illustrate why recessions serve a vital economic cleansing function. He's out, he's just, he's there to like take names at the moment. He's Mm -hmm. doing the thing, Musk, he did another one where he's calling out why haven't, hasn't been revealed who was on Jeffrey Epstein's client list yet. And why don't the media care? Like he's putting things out there. He's tweeting things like, if I disappear, it's because someone's trying to kill me. And like, he's saying weird shit. I just, I wonder what he was like at school. Like, I wonder if he was dreaming about doing all this type of stuff. And cause he is, he's turned himself into the biggest uh, celebrity in the world right now. Isn't it? He'd he's have Iron to be. Man. He's Iron he, Man. Isn't he? Yeah. He's got some Tony Stark vibes, uh, but it is strange, isn't it? It is strange. I like the fact how he uh, he mentioned the Epstein Island. What's the tweet that he had that you you read out before? We he said, before. only thing more remarkable than the DOJ not leaking the list is that no one in the media cares. Doesn't that seem odd? Yeah. And then he, there was a picture of someone posted the picture of him and the Ghislaine Maxwell photo. Mm-hmm. And he responded to that in the same thread and said, ah, yes, Maxwell photobombing me at Vanity Fair Oscars party. You should ask them why they invited her. The same people who pushed this photo say nothing about the prominent people who actually went to his island a dozen times. Also very strange. Yeah. What is crazy? Yeah. <laughs> that's the shit that that's like he's talking about it. I love talking about this stuff because I it's the thing that I am so interested in most. Because I hate the fact that if the people who are running the world making powerful decisions touched up kids, I don't think they should be doing that job anymore. And I don't want to listen to anything they have to say because they cut, they touch kids. That's it. You're out. Yeah. You lose. The game's over for you. You touch kids. Yeah. Yeah. But they still can't they can't tell me how to live. And now we're going to move into this yeah. whole fucking data yeah. track me facial recognition. I'm going to be able to, have to go and beg. Oh, please, sir, can I buy a packet of chips? No. Your fucking yeah. health check credit system says that you need to eat a bit healthier. So no chips for you. But the yeah. person who introduced this system touches kids. Before we go, I just want to mention what you were saying. What was his name? Scott from Atlassian, yeah? Yeah, And yeah. I, I kind of see the balance in between it. I understand, like, that you, you like the working from home and all that thing. We're used to that. But you, I reckon a lot of people aren't doing much work. No, I agree. Don't you reckon? Yeah. If, if you're working from home all the time and it's a lot harder to keep you accountable. Yeah. And you just, you got way more empowerment, but you're just doing what you want. Mm. Who I who who's to say that that's not a full workload or that's not enough work or that's enough or no one can see anything. That's why the people there's that other software that takes the screenshots of people's computers every ten minutes that we've covered. And I just think we're living into a really really weird world, weird times where hybrid work, the rules for hybrid work haven't been established yet. Employees are doing whatever they want. 
And the businesses want some form of control back. That's why people are asking to come back to the, to the offices. They want to get more, um, they want to get more, I don't know, they'll build more culture, more face-to-face, more meaning. But everyone's like, no, I just, I don't want to come in anymore, but still want all the perks and that. I just, I don't want to come in. It's yeah. weird. I just it think like, weird. why don't you have to come in? Yeah. You know, like if I ask you to come in for something, why don't you have to come in? Yeah. I'll just because you don't sense. want to? Is that the only reason that you don't want to come in? It's easier when I work from home. Well, why? If we're doing a big group planning thing, it would be easier if we're all there. Yeah. I think it's it's towards the goal, isn't it? Towards the goal of what you're working on. So if you're working on something... And you know that you need to be like, it's, of course, you don't really want to go in, but you go in to get the job done to the best of its <laughs> yeah, ability. Yeah. But that's why the it's- Tesla thing is like, there's their building physical products where Atlassian build software. And that was the yeah. part of the argument. But 40 hours, I don't think there's a full, I still think you got your own work to do. And if you're going to go sit in an office and take calls all day, sometimes it's just easy to do those calls from home. But if you're going to collaborate and work, and that's why I think like the understanding a good operating rhythm for your ways of working and establishing when you want your people back, what, why you want them back and bring them along with the journey, you know, a lot, get a lot of clarity out of that hybrid work. But if you've got like big teams and there's lots of people and then you see some people can and some people can't, it makes you sort of start to hate it, doesn't it? When, when other people have different rules, doesn't it? Hey, but that's, the, that's life in there. Not everyone well, has the same I know, set of rules. I know that's life, but that, that's, what, that's what fractures culture, doesn't it? That's what creates that infighting going, why the fuck does Rob get four days off and... Why don't I? Because you're I'll not in the design team, idiot. I'll tell you what's funny. What? When I played in my uh, first year of playing footy when I was at Richmond, mm. it was Ben Cousins' last year mm. of him playing footy. And he had straight up different rules to anyone else. He would train different training sessions. He would go do his own gym sessions. He would just turn up when he wanted to train the sessions. He, wanted. he just, we had different rules. And everyone was just like, whatever. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, but you you loved it because he loved you. True? Oh, he was nice. He's a nice guy. And oh, he's nice. Is it, is it true that he texts you after your first game? He did. He did text me after my first game. I thought that was pretty nice for a bloke who played a lot of games and had been in, in a pretty bad way leading up to that point to still care enough to like that. I thought it was pretty nice. It goes to show, though, doesn't it, the character of someone. That's probably why everyone loves him, you know, and that's yeah. why it's such a story because he's such a nice dude, you know? Yeah, that's it. Well, I hope you got some stuff out of this today's chat. We've a lot, we're obviously not going to get any work or any friends over at Klarna, but uh, to all those people who got named and shamed, we're here for you. Hey, did you know that the Funny Business Podcast is powered by the Wellbeing Network? The old shameless self-plug. I don't mind it. Well, about time, I feel like I've been holding back as I've often been criticised of being too modest and humble. I don't think anyone's ever said that to you, but it's time to move on. As well as producing podcasts like Funny Business, we have our own digital consultancy where we specialise in product and app development, lean, agile ways of working and talent augmentation. Talk about shameless self-promotion. Anyway, if you work in product and tech and want the right type of help so you can smash your goals and become a high-performing organisation, get in touch now. Hit up our contact page on our website at www.wellbeingnetwork.com.au or you can find us on LinkedIn and Instagram. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast. (laughs) 